Good morning, Christian America. It's another Wednesday. That means it's time for another biblical story, another step in the long journey that we're taking down through the New Testament to discover and to think about the principles that Christ left us when he was walking the earth, uh, the lessons that he taught the apostles, and what they mean, what they meant then, and what they still mean today. And, and what they mean for us as we try to live a Christian life. Uh, today we're going to talk about the paragraph uh, of, in chapter 5 dealing with salt and light and how Jesus is expanding on his message from last week uh, about the Beatitudes and the way of, uh, of acting and living in order to um, gain entry into the kingdom of heaven. So let's get to it. Good morning, Christian America. So today, we're going to be talking briefly about when Jesus uh, mentions salt and light, what that means, what he was talking about, how it how it uh, implores us to act and behave and, to, and for us to have that recognition about uh, the way we should act. Before we get into that, though, I just want to remind everybody, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community. If you want to contribute to the Christian American cause, uh, we don't ask for donations, but we we do implore you to go to uh, ChristianAmericanTees.com, pick you up uh, some Christian American apparel that will that I believe uh, speaks directly to the passage we're going to cover today in our in our journey down the New Testament to Matthew five. So, for those of you that are following along, uh, you can turn to. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 okay I'll give you a second to get there okay so Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 starts when Jesus just finished up with the uh, Beatitudes he's he's on the uh, he, he, he just finished up the Sermon on the Mount or he's in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount uh, he's given the Beatitudes about blessed are the meek and blessed are the, the those who hunger and thirst. Blessed are those that are merciful. He's preaching his message of mercy and service as opposed to ruling and being served. Uh, again, this is early on in Jesus' ministry. So uh, the, the message that people are expecting is one of strength, one of power, one of dominance over eventually the entire world, uh, but specifically dominance over uh, and, uh, and freedom from oppression, from the oppression of Rome. And Jesus is giving them the complete opposite message, the complete opposite point of view as opposed to he's opposing or he's juxtaposing the kingdom of earth and its trappings and the uh, uh, the life lived in a in a comfortable a comfortable life lived here on earth, as opposed to uh, eternity, right? So you only get a, a small amount of years on this earth, and you can either live comfortable and go after worldly things and success, or uh, you can live uh, 
in comfort for eternity with the ones you love, with Christ himself who loves you. Okay, and so now he gets into talking uh, specifically uh, about a way, the, the way in which Christians should see themselves. And so uh, verse 13 starts off with uh, where Jesus is telling his followers, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? Which, which is telling you, he's letting you know that you are the salt of the earth. What does salt do? It, it, make, it livens up the flavor of the food. It makes the, it makes what it currently, it makes the food that is currently on your plate, it makes it much better. It brings out the flavor. It brings out a taste that you, it makes the food better. You are the salt of the earth. You make the earth better. You make the, those around you better. If you, if you do what you're supposed to do, if you live and espouse what he's already laid down in the Beatitudes, you're meek, you thirst for, uh, for righteousness, and you will be the salt of the earth. You will make things better, is what he's saying. But if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? Well, it can't. And that's his point. You're made in the image of God. You, you were put here on this earth to do good things, to make things better, to make the earth better. You are the salt of the earth. And if you lose that saltiness, if you become corrupt, if you become uh, wicked rather than righteous, how do you get to be salty again? And that's a difficult question. And he's posing it to 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 people who haven't thought about this saying that if if you go too far how do you get back he goes on and says it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot right when salt is not salty what good is it if it's not going to liven up the flavor of the food if it's not going to make the things it's supposed to make better, if it's not going to make it better, then what good is it? It'll be thrown out, thrown underfoot. That's all it can be done. So be careful and live these, live and espouse these uh, views, these commandments that we've laid out in front of you, or you'll be thrown away and trampled underfoot. He goes on to say, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So not only are you the salt that are that, that are that is sent here to make the world or the earth better, more lively, give it more flavor, but you're the light of the world. You're supposed to shine for all to see. You are the measuring stick by which those should be measured. You, you are and you can be the example set for others around you to follow. 
You're the light of the world. Think of a lighthouse in the middle of an ocean. You're surrounded by darkness. Waves are crashing in. And you don't know which direction you need to go. You don't know where the rocks are. But if there's a lighthouse ahead, shining light on the, the sea around you, the captain of the ship can navigate appropriately. If you're traveling or you're walking in the woods and you have a lantern or you have a torch or if you have a fire that you that, that can guide uh, the people behind you like Moses driving or leading the people out of Egypt with a light burning in front right leading the way you are the light of the world you can lead the way you're supposed to lead the way you're salt to make things better and you're the light to lead the way to set the example to implore others to follow your lead neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl right you don't light a lamp to give the room light and then put it in something where you can't see the light anymore. So if you're not acting in a way that brings people to Christ, if you're not acting in a way that brings people to good, to brings people to righteousness, and you're hiding your light, you're hiding yourself in a bowl, then you're doing a disservice. You're wasting your light. Your, your, your salt has the, is not salty anymore and you will be trampled underfoot. In some uh, translation, it's not a, a, a bowl, but a bush, bushel basket. Right? That's what he's saying. Do not hide your light. Instead, he says, they put, they put it on a stand and it gives light for everyone in the house. And that's what you should be. You should be that light on a stand leading the way so everyone can see you and follow your lead and act the way you act and do what you do. And your example will lead to their example and you and the entire community then can can live a harmonious uh, a harmonious life. That's what he's calling you to do. Verse 16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Notice he didn't say glorify you. It's not about you. It's about your Father in heaven. Do these things. Make the world a better place by being the salt. Set the example by being the light. Not for your benefit, but for the benefit of your Father in heaven. It can't get much clearer than that. It can't get much clearer than that. That is what Christ calls us to do. To set an example, be salt, be light. Live righteous. Encourage others to live righteous. And don't do it for your sake for your fame, for your monetary value, for your 
own indulgences, but do it to glorify God. Do it so when others see you, they don't just see you doing well, they see you doing well because of your Father in heaven. And that they would then want to do well in order to praise God. And that's a crucial, crucially important. And it's something that we strive here to portray, to live out, to carry out in the Christian American community. That it was part of the rationale behind our uh, behind our logo, behind our company, the Christian American T-shirt company. So when you put on one of these Christian American tees, you're identifying to the world. You are the you are drawing attention. You are shining a message out to everyone else that I am a Christian American. I, I live and love Christ first and this country second and everything that I do in my daily life is intentionally focused on Christ and country. And that's what you do. You, you are called to be salt and light so that others may see that you are a Christian. You love God and you love this country. And whether you speak to them verbally or not, they can recognize you by the fruits that you bear and the clothes that you wear. And that is how we set an example for others to follow. Now with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week or next time, I think we're going to start doing this a little bit more often just because, I mean, that was three, uh, three verses uh, in, a, in a chapter, but it's crucial that we go this slow. It's crucial that we dissect each one of these uh, stories, each one of these biblical principles that Christ is laying out. So collectively we understand his message um, and hopefully you guys are, uh, are, are are reading into this and, and following the, along uh, and, and hopefully you're, you're getting something out of it um, our goal here is to provide a service for you uh, it's not uh, simply just to talk I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, that you, the viewer, uh, are able to take some of these bite-sized messages and ponder them throughout the day and, and strive to live a more Christ-filled life. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I wish you, we wish you a great and wonderful day. Uh, please remember to stay blessed, stay lit, stay on fire for Christ. Be that salt makes the world a better place. Be that light of fire that draws others to him and praise him in the process. And with that, uh, have a great day. Uh, stay blessed and stay lit.